In Atlanta, one voice has stood out for over four decades. An AJC original, The Monica Pearson Show. Let's talk about how you got to ESPN. Revealing interviews. You are known as America's doctor, but I want to know who you were before that. When you have a different name, you have different color skin, it can be tough. With Atlanta's most famous faces as you've never seen them before. I'm telling my story. This is the American dream. The Monica Pearson Show, streaming now on AJC.com. This is D. Orlando Ledbetter of the Atlanta Journal-Constitution here with the 68th episode of the Bowtie Chronicles podcast. Everything you need to know about the Atlanta Falcons. The Falcons are set to open the exhibition season on Friday at the New York Jets at 7.30 p.m. from MetLife Stadium in East Rutherford, New Jersey. In this episode of the Bowtie Chronicles podcast, we're going to hear from Devondre Campbell. Take a look at the uh, first official depth chart. Hear from Isaiah Oliver, the second round pick. And we're going to discuss getting a look at Sam Darnold, the Jets' uh, future quarterback. And then a look at is Justin Hardy as your main returner. Is that who you were expecting? But let's go ahead and get started here and get Devondre Campbell going for you here in the 68th episode of the Bowtie Chronicles podcast. He's come a long way in his NFL career, his college career, and high school career, and he discusses that with us right here. It's comfortable with each other on, on, on different teams and just being able to, to, to really get the communication part. You know, you got older guys out there with younger guys, so... It takes more communication on, on our behalf to try to got, uh, keep them ahead of the play. So I think it's really cool, man. I like when DQ them do stuff like this. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, next week I'll start playing games or, or you know, how do you sense everything's coming together? It's, you know, everybody's been learning and trying to come together as a unit. I think everything's going good. Like I said, we just take it day by day. And every day we have a different point of emphasis. And I think we just continuing to try to get better on top of helping these young guys along because we got a, a few of them out here who are definitely going to be major contributors for us this year. So we're just trying to really get them up to speed for the most part before this game next Friday. And Coach said yesterday you all spent a lot of time on the red zone, you know, defense and offense. How's that coming along? For oh, that, it's huge on both sides of the ball. You know, I feel like uh, we can definitely be better on defense in the red zone. Like, that's something we're, we're continuing to work on, just our situational awareness. And, you know, the greatest defenses, they're great in situations. And red zone is a huge situation because if they don't score, they don't win. You know, if you can hold the offense the three points, that's very demoralizing. If they can drive all the way down the field and just kick a field goal. What would be some of the goals in the uh, exhibition opener for, for the team, for the defense? Man, just, just really making sure that we don't have no bust. You know, just everybody knowing their assignment and just really just making the most of the opportunity. All right, thanks, Devon that was Campbell after the uh, completion of the red and white scrimmage and uh, just looking forward a little bit towards the uh, exhibition opener against the Jets. He said they don't want to have any bust. That means they want to be assignment sure against the Jets. Don't expect them to play much. But when they do, they want to be on point. Now, the depth chart came out yesterday, and uh, Wes Weitzer was listed number one at right guard. Ricky Ortez, number one at fullback. Duke Riley, number one at weak side linebacker. And Terrell McClain 
number one at defensive tackle uh, in the spot where they have to replace Don Terry Poe. So those were some of the issues uh, going into camp, and uh, at least when the uh, first depth chart came out, that's how they're stacking up. So those people have to hold on to their spots. Looks like Brandon Fusco has got to beat out Wes Schweitzer to get that spot after coming over from the San Francisco 49ers in free agency. Now, we also just talked to uh, second-round pick Isaiah Oliver. We've already had uh, Deidre Sanad and Calvin Ridley on the podcast, so uh, we kind of skipped over the second-rounder. So we wanted to go back to him, and uh, we have uh, a little bit here from Isaiah Oliver and how he's trying to get through training camp and earn his spot on the roster. Manager in the Constitution, uh, doing good. Um, uh, how uh, how's it been going so far? Your first little taste of uh, training camp in the NFL. It's been going good. Um, it's definitely different, obviously, than the college level. Uh, that was something that I was getting used to, getting adjusted to. Um, but it's been going well. I've been working hard. Um, I'm looking forward to keep it going. Um, uh, describe Coach Manuel's coaching style for a rookie. Yeah, uh, he coaches with a lot of passion. Uh, um, that's something that you just got to understand. I mean, he'll yell at you, he'll get on you. Um, but that's just because he loves the game, he loves the team. Uh, he wants to do, he wants to see you do your best. So, I mean, he's just trying to get that out of you every single day. He said, uh, Coach Dan said that, uh, you know, we had to, uh, true find the offer had to go through the same kind of rite of passage. Mm-hmm. Did you look at it as that kind of, you know, your rite of passage? Oh, yeah, most from, definitely. Uh, him. Yeah, most definitely. I mean, as rookies, we haven't played a game in the NFL yet. Mm-hmm. Um, we haven't really proved ourselves out there on the field yet. So uh, we need all the coaches that we can get because mm-hmm. when we get out on the field, we don't want to mess up. We don't want to make mistakes. So mm-hmm. I accept it. Um, everything that he can give me is just knowledge that, I, that will make me better. And I just saw you, you know, mostly on the right today in a couple of drills, about to go on the hill. But <laughs> but then over at the end, it looked like you were working on some footwork and so forth. Uh, what was what were we trying to get done with your bonus work today? Um, really just transition, um, just being quicker in and out of transition. Um, that's something that comes with our scheme a lot. Um, for the corners, you got to be able to squeeze different receivers and really get in and out of breaks quick. So that's just some extra work that I'm going to start doing every day, okay. just to make sure that I'm up um, up to par on that. And uh, how much of, uh, you know, they you know call you the bigger corner and so mm-hmm. forth, how much uh, of the jams and stuff have you had to work on, or is that something y'all going to, you know, get to? No, yeah, that's something that we've been working on um, this whole time, really. Um, it's definitely difficult, more difficult to do at this level with the NFL receivers. I mean, they're a lot faster. The game's a lot faster in general, but um, that's something that I've gotten better at um, over the course of the OTAs and these first few days of training camp. All right. Thanks a lot, Isaiah. Appreciate your time, sir. Thank you. Good luck. Isaiah Oliver, the Falcons' second-round pick. Fine-spoken young man there. Uh, Look for him to, you know, come on and play as the season progresses. That's what I I see out of Isaiah. Uh, Of course, Ridley will be playing off the rip, uh, off the beginning. Uh, Sonata, I think they can uh, ease him into the operation also. Uh, Russell Gage will be a special teamer, I believe, and uh, we'll see how the rest of the draft picks fare. But Coach Quinn is referring to the class as all 30, counting all of the undrafted guys. And we'll get to see them Friday night. Most of them will play a lot, especially that second half. And uh, I'm expecting Graham uh, Grayson to be the uh, you know main quarterback uh, you know, Ryan will play a little bit, and I think Schaub will go in for maybe two. Then we'll see Grayson go the rest of the way. I don't know if Ben Kurt's ready yet, but maybe we'll see a little bit of him at the end 
of the Jets game on Friday. But uh, the the Falcons are going to see Sam Darnold maybe make his NFL debut. Uh, Last time I saw him, he was getting bounced around the pocket by the Ohio State Buckeyes in the uh, bowl game there. So, uh, but he's one of the four that was considered, uh, you know, pretty good quarterback prospect in this class. I know I felt Rosen was the best of the group, but, you know, had a little baggage on him. I wasn't a big Baker Mayfield fan because of the uh, size. Uh, but, yeah, and Josh Allen up in Buffalo was the other one. I liked his raw talent, but didn't like it when I saw him play uh, last year. But uh, Darno's, uh it'll be good to see if he can uh, move the ball a little bit against the, the Falcons or if the Falcons can show the rookie the NFL ropes in his uh, pro debut. Don't expect him to be on the field long, but – I think they want to get his feet wet. Maybe they save him and uh, let him go against the second team and not uh, open the game against the first team. But, yeah, going back to the depth chart here, Justin Hardy is listed as number one as your main returner. And um, I predicted that on uh, Stan Norfleet's show on 92.9 The Game earlier this week when did a tape tape, uh, segment for Stan. Uh, Hardy just reminds me of, uh, he's a dependable guy. He's tough. Coach, uh, Coach, uh, Armstrong really likes him. And he just reminded me of Eric Weems. And he was the only guy on the roster that I felt, uh, Coach Keith would trust with that job starting off. You know, they looking at, they were looking at, uh, Oliver, Reggie Davis, uh, Ridley's listed as the backup. I could see him as an emergency returner. But uh, I think this battle still wants to go on. They want uh, Edo Smith. They want to look at him in live action. But Hardy's a guy that they trust, and uh, they consider to be a real tough special teamer. So I wasn't surprised that he's the early leader for that spot. So uh, that's it for this, the 68th episode of the Bowtie Chronicles podcast. Finally, we got some real football coming up here on Friday night. We heard from Devondre Campbell, the strong side linebacker. Took a look at the depth chart. We heard from Isaiah Oliver, the rookie second-round pick. Discussed facing Sam Darnold, the Jets' future quarterback, or quarterback of the future, to be more accurate. And then Justin Hardy as a return man doesn't really, um, I don't think he strikes the fear in the heart of the opposition, but uh, for, for what, uh, you know, how Keith, Coach Armstrong's rep- approach the return game, uh, he's more of a safe wings type of guy. At least that's how I see it until uh, he shows us he can take it to the house. Take care. This is D. Orlando Ledbetter of the Atlanta Journal-Constitution closing out the 68th episode of the Bowtie Chronicles podcast, everything you need to know about the Atlanta Falcons. The AJC's trusted veteran political voices, Greg Bluestein, Patricia Murphy, Tia Mitchell, and Bill Nygut are the essential source for Georgia politics. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution's Politically Georgia. Sign up for the newsletter, download the podcast, subscribe to the AJC. Hip-hop is a product of black people. It's a product of black song and celebration. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution presents Hip-Hop's Most Pulled Elements. 
are pulled from the South. A Southern hip-hop store. We always go back to that moment of the Source Awards. Everybody wants your rhythm, but they don't want your blues. The biggest names in hip-hop. Atlanta is still the mecca for hip-hop. 50 years. No one can deny. One film. The power of the South now. The South got something to say. Streaming now at AJC.com slash hip-hop.